0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Benedettiville podcast. I don't have a cold anymore and I'm home back in Petaluma. And guess who's with me? me. La, la, la. Stella Jean. La la la. I got my storytelling buddy back. And we are ready for part 3 of Princess Harmony, The Kingdom of Silence and the what quest. What do you going to be for? Not for very long, not the way that they're going, and the quest for music part three. Are you ready? Let's get going. Now, one of the things that probably happens when people don't listen to the podcast for a while is they probably forget where we are in the story. So I'm going to tell real quick, and you can help me tell what's happened in the story so far. So, so far there's a kingdom called the Kingdom of Silence. Yeah. And there's a princess there, right? Yes. Whose name is? Princess Harmony. Princess Harmony. And she meets Mother Melody and gets a map. And then she goes into the old forest to bring music back to the Kingdom of Silence. Yeah. And who does she meet up in that big tree? You remember his name? His name is Ruxapold. Ruxipold. And he's a bird who can talk And he's the first note of the great scale And they just, I believe, got Ruxipold free from his chains And he got put in the chains by the Cacophonix, Who we don't really know a lot about yet But he seems pretty mean And they spent the night with a nice family of badgers And they were going to get up and check out To see if they could find the next note of the great scale And that's where we left them, right? Yeah Alright, well let's see what happens Princess Harmony woke up to the sounds of Ruxapold and the Badger family chattering excitedly in the next room. She crawled sleepily in, and they all turned from their breakfast and looked at her. Um, good morning, she said. Good morning, crowed Ruxapold. Good morning indeed, Princess. I've been telling our kind hosts here all about you and the map. Do you think they could see it? "'Oh, yes, please, please, please,' said the badgers. "'Oh, of course,' said Harmony, and she unrolled the map across the breakfast table. The animals gasped and ooed and awed. "'Oh, it's true, just like the rhyme said. "'Should Harmony meet melody, and should the two be kind, "'then hope there is that silence again shall music find.' "'Oh, oh, it's true, all right,' Ruxipold said. "'Why, she broke the chains the old cacophonics put on my leg just as easy as you please.' The badgers all shook her hands in their strong little claws. Thank you so much, Harmony. We wish you the very best of luck as you go, they said. Oh, yes, and go we must, hooted Ruxapold. The notes of the great scale won't find themselves, you know. And they hugged and thanked the badgers and headed out into the bright morning of the old forest. They had seen the number two on the map. It was over a large rock in a large meadow, and it didn't look too far away. Now, princess, before we go any further, Ruxipold said, his voice lower and a bit more serious than usual, the Cacophonix will know we're here. He will have felt the music you made yesterday, and even now his noise goblins and gloom cloaks may be finding my chains empty. We'll have to keep our eyes sharp and our ears keen. He'll certainly be after us. Princess Harmony's face must have looked a little bit worried, for Ruxapold added quickly, Oh, oh, don't fret, young one. The, The music is coming back. Those pesky noise goblins should be easy enough to avoid. Why, you can hear them coming miles and miles away. And gloom cloaks? Oh, don't worry about them. A nice bright song and a little bit of sunshine. They're no problem. And you've got the music. And you've got me. So let's be cautious, but also let's be merry for we have an adventure to continue. Princess Harmony liked the sound of that, and as they walked under the beautiful, mighty trees of the old forest, past rainbow blooms of mystical flowers, she soon forgot her worry, and she was filled with excitement and her old swashbuckling spirit, and she and Ruxiple chatted and danced and pranced their way along the winding, sun-dappled trails deeper and deeper into the old forest. They traveled easily through the violet tree groves, just like it showed on the map. And they enjoyed the swaying rope bridge that led them past the twin waterfalls, just like on the map. (coughs) According to their map, they were nearly to the stone in the great meadow when Princess Harmony heard something. It sounded like a great ways off. Someone was maybe breaking dishes with a rusty wagon wheel, or scraping tree branches on a windowpane, a very hideous and very distant racket. Ruxipold, do you hear that? She asked. And Ruxipold had been telling a story and maybe was a little distracted, but he perked up his ears and said, Oh, quick, princess, off the trail, off the trail, he cried, and he flew towards the thick brush a ways off the trail. Princess Harmony ran to follow him. What is it, Rux? She called. What, what, what is it? It's noise goblins, he called back. We must hide. Hide and cover your ears. They lay down deep, under the cover of thick grasses and bushes, and Princess Harmony clapped her hands over her ears as the distant noise grew closer and closer and louder and louder. It was terrible. It was like listening to a big mill saw cutting up panes of glass while a steam whistle blew out of control. And it was getting louder and louder, and she pushed her hands more firmly over her ears. And then, as the sounds grew so loud as to be nearly unbearable, Princess Harmony could see through the leaves in front of her, walking down a path, a group of four creatures. They looked like a cross between lizards or snakes and wolves, but they stood upright on two legs. They had scrawny, hairy necks, and they weren't much taller than Princess Harmony herself. They were clad all in greys and blacks with little bits of armor patched on here and there, and they all carried small round shields and sharp, mean-looking spears the terrible, overpowering noise seemed to be wafting from their bodies, the way that a bad smell comes wafting off a pile of garbage. Princess Harmony did not like the looks of them at all. Luckily, they continued marching straight along the path, with hardly a look in their direction as Ruxapold and Princess Harmony lay, ears covered, not daring to move a muscle. In another minute or two, the racket was distant and growing fainter and fainter. Princess Harmony and Ruxipold stood up and made their way back to their path. Let me guess, said Princess Harmony, those were noise goblins? Oh yes, and they are loathsome creatures. Best to avoid them at all costs, said Ruxipold. But should you ever have to face one, just sing the most beautiful and soft music that you know. They're no match for that. But how can you even think with such a terrible noisy mess going on? "'I don't know if I'd be able to think of any song, "'let alone the most beautiful and soft one,' said the princess. "'Oh, it is very difficult to be sure. "'You must focus and concentrate.' "'Lots of music's magic comes from focus and concentration,' Roxapult said. "'Now, enough dilly-dallying. We must be off!' And they continued down the path. After another, more cautious hour of walking, and choosing hard-to-find and twisting paths through the old forest, looking at their map, The princess and Roxapold found themselves in a lush and sun-filled meadow, and in the center of the meadow sat a large, moss-covered stone. Just like the map said, Princess Harmony said. And they looked, and in the stone, sticking out from the top, Princess Harmony could see what looked like the handle to a sword. "'Eureka!' shouted Ruxipold, and he flew directly over to the handle and started flapping and pulling furiously. "'It's ray-bright sun catcher, second note of the great scale! Come, princess, come pull her free!' Princess Harmony skipped across the meadow and pulled and pulled and pulled with all of her might. But even though they both pulled mightily, the sword would not budge. They fell back, panting. "'It's no use, Roxapold. We won't pull it free. There has to be another way.' And so they began to wander all around the stone and the sword handle and the meadow, looking over everything for some bit of a clue as to how to free the sword, but with no luck. And then, while taking a moment to rest on a green mossy patch of stone, Princess Harmony's hand slipped and a patch of moss came loose. And underneath were some very interesting marks in the stone. Harmony cleared away more moss until she could see a message written, carved into the stone itself. It was three dots, what looked like a lightning bolt, three more little dots on some lines, and another lightning bolt. She did not understand. So she called over Ruxipold. What's it mean, Rux? Have you ever seen this before, she asked. Ruxipold's eyes twinkled. "Oh, yes indeed, princess. This. This is the ancient language of music itself. It's been years and years and years since I've seen it. Now, let's let's see if I can remember. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, the solid dot down here. Yes, that's do. That's my note. I always did remember that one best. And let's see. This little squiggle lightning bolt thing. Well, that means to rest and be silent." So let's see. Uh, do, 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 rest. Do, 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 rest. Ah! That seems to be the spell written here, child. Do you think you could sing it? Can you cast the spell? Princess Harmony thought, Well, I think so. I think I remember your note pretty well, but would you play it for me, just to help me remember it, please? Oh, yes, of course. And Ruxipold puffed through his long beak and out. Came the beautiful sound. And the princess, remembering the written spell, and now remembering Ruxipold's note, sang as best she could Do 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 Rest Do 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 Rest. And as the last do echoed away across the meadow, A bright beam of sunlight burst down from the blue skies above and it shone upon the handle of the sword. And the sword began to glow, a bright yellow, orangey gold, and it started to wiggle. At first, very gently, back and forth, and back and forth, and then more and more and more violently, until Harmony and Ruxipold could see the blade working its way, inch by inch, out of the stone. And in a few moments, there, above the stone. In the middle of the meadow, illuminated by golden sunlight, a beautiful sword hovered before their eyes. Ray bright suncatcher! Ruxapold breathed. Go on, Princess, go and take her. She's your sword now. You freed her just as you freed me. Princess Harmony stepped forward, clambering up the stone, and grasped the sword. The handle was pleasantly warm from the sun. As her hand clasped around the handle, she heard a sound ring through the meadow. That is Ray, second note of the great scale, cried Ruxipold. It's just as sweet as I remembered. Oh, Raybright, it's so good to hear you again. Princess Harmony could hear the new note ringing through her body, and she couldn't help but sing it herself. Ray! She felt the music and the magic stir and shiver through her whole body, and as she stood clasping her new sword, ray bright, she felt strong and hopeful, and she felt sure that no cacophonix or noise goblin or whatever else could stop her. She tucked the sword into her belt, gave Ruxapold a very big hug, and they climbed down off the stone, sat down in the beautiful meadow, and had a delicious lunch, thanks to the lovely badgers, who were, as it turns out, very good cooks. Their picnic in the meadow was pleasant, but quick. Princess Harmony couldn't help but keep half her attention on listening for distant noises. Even as Ruxapold told story after story about great adventures with Raybright from days long gone by. They finally packed up their things, and Ruxipold led them towards a grove of nearby tangle trees. They were called that because they had so many twisting and hanging vines. There, they stayed with a nice family of monkeys, friends of Ruxapold's, of course. They had very comfortable beds and very delicious food. And Princess Harmony lay down very, very tired for a night, safe and cozy, high in the trees, with Ruxapold and Raybright lying on either side of her. And the only sounds to bother them that night were the chirping of crickets, and the soft breezing of the wind through the trees of the old forest. Okay, everybody, that's the end of part three of our story. Thank you all so much for listening and for tuning in to Princess Harmony's Adventures. We almost didn't make it through that last part of the story because Stella got a bad case of the giggles. But we made it. We made it. We did it, folks. So we'll see you. We'll see you again, hopefully next week for part four of princess harmony the kingdom of silence and the quest for music we'll see you soon in benedetti